I'm going to tell you a quick story. Street performers tell great stories. I love that. They remember, enhance, then deliver. Oh my God, what a good one. Legendary stories become larger than life. I remember seeing you sweat. And great stories always contain character. I felt like I've known you guys all my life. Setting. This seems to be a very magical place. And a narrative. That story has a life of its own. This is a Stories from the Pitch short. Welcome to Stories from the Pitch, a growing oral history about street performing and some of the crazy characters who populate this world. I've got to admit, we're a bit behind with the processing of all the amazing recordings we've collected to date, but rest assured there's a ton of great content on the way. In fact, the recording we used for this episode is a great example and comes from a fantastic conversation Mike Wood had with Pete Sweet back in September of 2012. This segment contains a couple of hilarious stories about a homeless man so infamous amongst San Francisco street performers for his rather unusual methods of engagement that he was bestowed with a rather unflattering yet appropriate moniker. I leave you in the hilarious hands of Mike Wood and Pete Sweet. Can I tell another wharf story? Of course you can. <laughs> I want to tell another wharf story. So there was this new juggler on the pitch, new street performer. I don't remember his name, but he learned how to juggle in prison. <laughs> <laughs> While everybody else is doing push-ups and making That's their toothbrush right. into a knife, That's he's right. learning to juggle. That's right. And okay. he got good. You know, uh, he sure. He's got clubs, a lot of time. torches, like... <laughs> Big black dude, tall, not that buff, but big. And, uh, you know, he would do his street show in like a track suit and really keen to work. He would come and try and do shows in the day and at night. And mostly we had an arrangement with the musicians and people that we would work the night and they would work the day. There was more people in the day, but more focus at night. Um, it worked. But he would come and try and like eke out a pitch during the day. And he came and he was going to do a, a show right on the water. And there was a statue there already. And there's a saying in San Francisco that as long as there's crack, there will always be silvermen. <laughs> and this guy was a prime example of that. Just like really patchy silver paint and, you know, just milk crates and just destitute man. So the street performer came up and was like, starting to do a show, starting to set up for a show. And this bum comes out from around a sign where he's been sleeping and is like, Hey, you can't do a show yet. This is my pitch. And he's like, well, how about we share, you know, like I'll do a show and then you can do a show. And he's like, no, we're not going to share. And he's like, well, but I'm going to do a show. And he goes, all right. And he goes around behind the sign and he comes back with a plastic bag full of his shit. <laughs> and he says to the like six foot three learn to juggle in prison man, if you try to do a show here, I'm going to throw this shit all over your stuff. And he was just like, all right, man, fine. And he just packed up and left. It's just like, you win. You are crazier than me. You win. Wow. So we called that guy Shitman. That's a good name. For, good name. For the rest of our time there. <laughs> um, and another great Shitman story just was... <laughs> Lindsay Benner was coming out to do a show. I wasn't there that day, but I've heard this story from many sources. 
Oh, wait, no, actually, I was there. I take it back. All right. So, Lindsay um, Better. Lindsay Better. <laughs> Lindsay Better draws number one in the draw. She draws first show, which is usually the best. It's early. There's still a lot of tourists out. But you have to clear the pitch, which means going and talking to the silver guys and telling them, all right, guys, it's our turn like in the Warner Brothers cartoon with the sheep and the sheepdog. Yeah, yeah, punch in, punch out. <laughs> right, punch in, punch out. Yeah. Um, it's our turn to take advantage of the tourists now. And one guy gets up and leaves, but Shipman's there, and he's just standing there, and he's doing his statue thing, and Lindsay's there in like her lovely red dress with her lipstick and her hair like tied up nice, and she's just like, um, excuse me, but uh, it's, it's our turn now. I'm going to do a show now. And he just ignores her. He doesn't say anything. And she keeps talking to him. And finally he's like, Woman! Can't you see I'm trying to stand still? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I think if these stories have taught us anything, it's that you really need to travel with a bag of shit. <laughs> you want to get your way. Don't leave home without it. Yeah. It's hard to argue with a bag of shit, I gotta say. <laughs> it's like, how are you going to win that fight? Yeah. <laughs> Is there any way to win that fight? I think that's Trump. Like, yeah. pretty much every pretty time. Pretty much. <laughs> you have a sack of poop. You know, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Especially with the diseases that float around. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You don't know what's in there. Yeah, that's weaponized hepatitis. It's very, yeah, it's really, yeah, no. (laughs) Like, and you think about it, and how many fights or, like, altercations do you think he had to walk through in prison to survive and get out and make a street show? But that's the one he backed away from. Yeah. (laughs) Little old man with a big bag of shit (laughs) wins the day. Yeah. I wonder if he tells that story to his prison buddies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those bonkers. Stories from the Pitch is produced by the Busker Hall of Fame. This podcast is made possible through the generous support of listeners like you. If you like what we're creating, consider clicking on the donate button on the Busker Hall of Fame website or picking up one of the remaining Busker Hall of Fame t-shirts. Your ongoing contributions make this podcast possible. Music for this episode came from Tim Sars and the Carnival Band from Vancouver. Links to both Tim's work and the Carnival Band are posted in the notes section for this episode on the Busker Hall of Fame website, so do check them out. Got a story to tell? Something you think we could improve, or perhaps you're interested in becoming a sponsor for an upcoming episode? If so, drop me a line at cbg at buskerhalloffame.com. On behalf of myself, co-producer Lindsay Lindbergh, Mike Wood, who captured this story, Greg Frisbee, who created the preliminary edit, and the rest of the staff of the Busker Hall of Fame, we hope this finds you well. And as you perform for audiences around the world, please remember to use your superpowers for good. I'm David Aiken, the Checkerboard Guy. Thanks for listening.